0: One of the things I most love about being in the leadership consulting space and a podcast host is that I get to work with leaders across so many different industries, and I truly believe we have so much to learn from leaders in spaces different from our own. I love a cross-disciplinary approach to learning. And so today on the podcast, I get to talk to a leader, Pia Beck, who is the CEO of Curate Wellco. And Pia is someone who really values data and process and systems. And I learn from her in that space always. Now, Pia Beck helps impact-driven entrepreneurs intentionally scale while maintaining the integrity of their work and without losing connection to their community. Isn't that a beautiful mission? So she combines purpose with process and takes a data-based approach to growth, which I love. She believes you don't have to change who you are, put on makeup, or wear a pantsuit to be successful. And her clients refer to her as their chief strategy officer. I think we all need a CSO. She's willing to get in the weeds to optimize her clients' gifts so that they can show up as the leader they are, to set a new standard in their industry, and to get back to caring for the people they serve. I am so excited you get to listen in on this very practical advice. I think it's important for you to see behind the curtain of a company and how a leader is intentionally running her team, her process, her systems, and optimizing that with the strengths she has at hand. So take a listen and dive in with Pia and I today. Welcome to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. I'm Shaylee Trenton, a higher education practitioner and professor turned consultant. Guiding leaders in cultivating creativity and wholeness through learning and development. And this podcast is a whole lot of that. Fit in the short segments you can listen to over a cup of coffee. Meet me here as I design conversations around leadership that you can authentically integrate into the spaces where you lead and have impact. Cheers. You are so full of wisdom and knowledge and information. So we're going to dive right in. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Let's talk leading teams. This is something that you are amazing at, you specialize in, you lead other leaders on how to lead their teams. How do you develop your people? And then how do you advise other leaders to do the same? Yeah,
1: great question. So. I have a background in HR and recruiting and people operations. Before I started Curate Well Co. um, supporting female entrepreneurs who are driving impact, I had a career in HR and tech and startup companies. Mm -hmm. And so I learned a lot from that that I've brought into the entrepreneurial space, which I think is a huge need for all of us women who start out as solopreneurs following our passions and then at -hmm. a certain point do need to bring people onto our team the way that I have really focused on leading my team in the past year is by really enrolling them in the vision of the company. So like as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you can relate to this. We're so in it, right? It's Mm -hmm. our vision. It's our baby. We are the ones that care 100%. It's our purpose. And when we have employees, there's an enrolling that needs to happen, right? Mm -hmm. We have to get them invested in what we're doing not only for the sake of you know the goals we have for our business but for their happiness and their career and their productivity in their job and also for that like cohesion right I think a lot I hear a lot mm-hmm. from my clients in my community that they're they don't really know how to hand things off to the people they hire because they've been mm-hmm. doing it and What I have found is that if we can focus on enrolling, then that handoff is more seamless because there's context, right? Because they're in it with you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's talk, let's go with enrolling a little bit here. I fully agree that enrolling others in our vision is so crucial because otherwise we're just jumping out there and leading and (laughs) running fast and people can't keep up. Mm -hmm. So what are the ways that you would recommend setting up operating structures and systems to help? enroll our team? Yeah, there's been a couple things that have really helped us this year. The first is
1: having a super clear long-term vision for where the business is going. And so when Mm -hmm. I'm hiring people on, I can tell them, this is what we're doing now. This is what it looks like now. This is what your job is going to be now. And Mm -hmm. 10 years from now, this is what it's going to look like. You may or may not be here in 10 years. You don't have to be if you don't want to be. And it's important to me that you know that you have a future here and this is what it's going to look like. And this is how your growth can factor into that. Another thing that helps more currently is having really clear values. So Mm -hmm. we have our company values, we have them defined, and then we also have KPIs for them. So what is the key Mm -hmm. performance indicator of that value? How do we know that it's happening on a day-to-day basis? What does it look like in practice? And then I'm also really transparent with my team about our goals. So we Mm -hmm. have quarterly goals for the upcoming year, and then we have annual goals for two, three, five years, and then we have 10-year goals as well. And um, those just live in our you know, common workspace and our team can look at those so that they really understand what we're creating long-term. And then mm-hmm. there's two other things that we implemented this year that... Um, really made a difference for us and purely came out of like trial and error. And those, okay. and those are. I love it.
0: Are you ready to share openly? Cause I want to know what the errors were. I'm, I'm ready
1: to share openly. <laughs> okay. um, so there's, there's two, there's two things that we put in place. The first is lenses. So for every kind of like main function of our business, we define the lens through which we look at, evaluate and perform that task. And the lens is the why right? So you're tasked with doing this thing as a member on this team per your job description. What is the like bigger why behind why you're like, why are you doing that thing? What are we hoping to accomplish by you doing that task? And so you get to choose what those are. So for example, We do, the lens that we take for Instagram engagement is to grow our community, right? It's visibility, Mm -hmm. it's exposure, it's having more people know who we are and come join us. However, Mm -hmm. our Instagram DMs and the way we manage our DM inbox, the lens through which we look at that is to make every single community member feel known, seen, and heard. So Mm -hmm. slightly different lenses for different activities. That's been huge for us. And then the other thing is operating principles. So our operating principles are kind of just like the rules that we work by. And the goal behind the operating principles was not to make the same mistake twice. So, okay, we did a thing, Uh (laughs) we learned something from doing that thing. Something about that thing probably didn't work because that's life. And so what did we learn? What is the rule that we're putting in place for how we operate moving forward in that area?
0: Pia, I love that because when we got on this call to start the recording, I literally just shared how one of like my operating procedures failed. And so looking at it of like, I don't want that to happen again, right? In my company. And so how do I move forward? It's it's the growth mindset. Totally. Putting on that lens in every single aspect of the business.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, one of my clients said something really interesting to me the other day, which is the rate at which we're grow the rate at which we're growing and the pace at which we're moving, there are mm-hmm. bound to be things that fall through the cracks. Like there just are right. We I think like like we don't accept (laughs) every single day. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And we don't accept that. And I think that there's like Mm -hmm. this unspoken standard that that's not the case, but we are moving really quickly. We are doing a million Mm -hmm. things. We are growing really quickly. So things are going to fall through the cracks. And so the operating principles specifically are like, okay, it fell through. Let's catch it on the other side and then make sure that it doesn't fall through next time.
0: Yeah. Okay. So as a leader, I'm curious what the feedback has been from your team members that you've onboarded and used this, this process, and you've really been super open with them and sharing, you know, one, three, five, 10 year vision and goals, and you've mapped out KPIs. And like, how how is your team responding to this? Because I think for me, if I was an employee walking into this, I would be stoked one and feel like I had so much clarity walking into my role. So what's the feedback you're getting from your team on that? Yeah, you know, on all of it. it's
1: been, um, it's been mixed, right? So a lot of this, um, mm-hmm. a lot of it has had really positive feedback, right? My team really appreciates mm-hmm. understanding where the company is going long term and understanding their role in that and how what they do now feeds into that long term vision, but then also how their job is going to change, right? If they stay mm-hmm. on long term, um, And every time we've implemented, so like when we implemented the lenses, when we implemented the operating principles, um, really positive feedback from that, right? Because there was a miscommunication in the first place. And so that was us making sure that doesn't happen again. And so they were Mm -hmm. really grateful for that. And I think that another thing that I've heard from my team as a, you know, entrepreneurial high growth, small business, they are not necessarily accustomed to working at the pace that we work. They're not necessarily Hmm. accustomed to being at the ground floor of a business where we are most definitely building the ship as we're sailing it. And so, um, you know, I also have gotten feedback from my team that there have been times where, like, they're feeling a little bit worn out from that. Um, And, or they were, you know, expecting a certain structure that wasn't created yet. And so I would say Mm. one of the biggest challenges um, in like kind of wrapped up in that feedback has been really rewriting the narrative for my team around ownership and self accountability, right? Like, okay, this structure doesn't exist that you're saying is going to be helpful for you. Make it like, great. (laughs) Right. Like, and, and, you know, we'll work on it together and I'll review it and we'll talk about it, but like, you know, you are, you have a hand in this, right. That's the benefit Mm of, of being in a company like this is that you really get to significantly contribute to how it's built. So own that and do it and you will be, you know, rewarded and compensated and treated accordingly.
0: Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah, one of my team members, one of my associates for Coffee on Leadership brought up me last night. He was like, I really could use this kind of space so that I know where I'm going next. And I was like, that's great. That's brilliant. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, you're you're leading that space then. <laughs> yeah. Because if you need it, I need you to create it. Right. And it's that ownership piece. You're right. And when we're giving our teams that opportunity to take ownership and to fully enroll in the work that they're doing, we build out a company culture that's more healthy, right? It's, yeah. it's more robust. It's involving everyone's voices. Totally. So let's talk like building internal culture. Cause I know you help, you help other teams do that too. So you're, you're helping other leaders figure out how to better enroll their teams, how to set up systems to help with employee engagement and experience. So share a little bit more about that and, and how you're helping others do that.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things that have made a really big difference um, for us this year. So, in the interest of enrolling, um, having my team sit in on meetings. So, you know, it would be easy for me to, you know, host certain strategic meetings and then kind of just tell them what they need to know in order to fulfill on their role in that larger project. And one of the right. things that I've been doing to really um, add value to their employment experience is just inviting them to sit in on those meetings in the first place. We usually have to do some sort of debrief. There's a distilling that needs to happen Mm -hmm. so that they walk away with the more essential version of that conversation that they need. And one thing that you know, I really stand for, um, and that I had missing in a lot of my career was just like exposure, right? Like I wanted my managers mm-hmm. to invite me to sit on meetings just because I was curious because I wanted to grow. And I want to make sure that anyone who works for Curate Well Co. has that opportunity to like really just learn new things kind of mm-hmm. the entire time they're there. So having them sit down on meetings has been one thing that's worked really well. And then also, um, purchasing courses specifically to help them further their skills. I have found this to be awesome. Like I'm connected to so many incredible female entrepreneurs who are working in their zone of genius and producing these courses or programs that um, are beneficial, right? That, that my team will benefit from. And so purchasing those on behalf of my team and having them go through that um, has also been huge.
0: I think the beauty of this model that you're building out for Curate Well Code, you really are looking at the company, even though you're, how did you phrase it? A high, high, high growth, high, high growth entrepreneurial growth. company. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, that's such a, a perfect way to phrase it, but you're building out structures now that are contributing to the overall wellness of your people from day one. And I think that's beautiful. Cause I think sometimes in the entrepreneurial space, we're running all the time. Like you're always at a full sprint. Yeah. And so it feels like you can burn out the people around you, right? By running at that pace because you're fueled by your passion and oh, I mean, yeah. your blood, sweat, and tears that you've poured into the business. And so sometimes I've seen team members feel like, yeah, I'm not that invested. And But you're setting up structures and really saying like, I want you to learn. I want you to grow. I want you to be in this and I want you to be healthy and pursue wholeness in this vision with me, mm-hmm. which is so beautiful. And I think I think it's a way that we all can be leading our companies better. So so was a lot of this brought in from, you said your background was in HR. So were you looking at like corporate structure and realizing there needed to be a different way? Yeah. So I would say it was a combination of things. Um, Obviously
1: having had a background in HR, people operations, recruiting, I had a lot of context Mm -hmm. on building teams. And then when I entered into the like, quote unquote, online business space, I realized that nobody was doing that right? Everyone mm-hmm. was, um, you know, sticking with their kind of solopreneur route and or hiring a lot of contractors. And there wasn't really a focus or a narrative at all about building the internal company culture of your business, right? There's tons of narrative mm-hmm. on, you know, how to scale and how to serve your clients. And And no one was yeah. really, in my opinion, thinking about their business as a company, right, that employs people. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, you know, kind of those two factors together, I knew that I wanted to, to do it differently at Curie Welco. And, um, you know, a lot of my clients come in, and they don't have a team yet, right? They are mm-hmm. solopreneurs, they are an expert at what they do, and they need help mastering the business side of their business. And so mm. part of that is eventually bringing on help. And so w- a lot of what I help them with is to do a lot of the laying of like the infrastructure and the foundation so that when they're ready to bring someone onto their team, they have these things in place, right? From like a true Mm -hmm. like owner of the business CEO perspective um, and really build their business from the beginning with this in mind, right? My clients have goals to Mm -hmm. open physical locations or write a book or host retreats in addition to you know, launching digital products and and being kind of online, they operate in community and they have a goal to impact, you know, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people over the course of their business's lifetime. And so knowing Mm -hmm. that helping them to really understand like how their vision is not only going to support them in, you know, launching their next product now, but, you know, is really going to define what
0: their company culture starts to look like when they bring people in later. Well, and I think it's so important, like the way you're describing this too, I know your focus is entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and small businesses, but it's so interesting because when you look at the microsystems that exist in larger organizations too, Mm -hmm. really every department functions kind of in a silo Mm -hmm. for most organizations. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting to even think through if, if leaders of larger teams within a bigger organization are even thinking with this mindset, they would really would have the opportunity to impact their teams in in amazing ways. I'm so glad they're hearing this from you because they just, again, like healthy and whole internal cultures are what make it right. It's like leaders, leaders are responsible for leading their people because then their people are doing the actual work, right? right? (laughs) Like their people are the ones that are, are, forward facing. And so we need to make sure we're taking care of them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that you're setting up systems for that. Okay. You describe your leadership with three words. I had, I said, give me three words to describe your leadership and here were your words grounded, agile, and enrolling. We've talked about enrolling a little bit, Mm -hmm. but can you share a little bit more about how you personally root yourself in these values of being grounded and agile? Mm -hmm. I love that. So I think that grounded and agile really have to go together, right? Because
1: at first glance like, like the thing that I heard when you were talking is like, oh well, maybe those things are kind of opposite. And um mm. and I'm really committed to to both. So for me, what mm. being grounded looks like as a leader is being like standing for for what I believe in, right? Standing for my team, mm. standing for my clients, standing for the vision, standing for the things that are working, the things that aren't working, and entering into all of those situations from a place of, okay, we're right here. We're right now, and we're gonna look at this, and we're gonna see what what needs to happen. And kind of wrapped up in that, though, it's that. really important to me that our business stays really agile, right? That we stay um, mm-hmm. able to adapt. And I think, it, you know, if nothing else, the past year has taught us that that's super necessary. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. always pushing my team. I'm a time one on the Enneagram, and so a part of you know, kind of how I push my team's growth is by saying, okay, great. That worked. Here's what maybe we can change next time, right? Type ones are reformers. So my brain is always Mm -hmm. kind of thinking about, okay, what did we learn from this? And how can we change something, tweak something, adapt to something differently next time to continue to just make this better over time. And so, you know, I think it's a fine balance of feeling really grounded in the right now and also really embracing agility and responding intentionally, kind of continuously. Um, I'm really big on like tight feedback loops and continuous iteration. Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of just always tweaking things and, you know, coming from the idea of like, okay, we're never done, right? We never just like arrive. Mm -hmm. This is a long-term legacy-based business and things are going to always continue to change.
0: I love that. I'm (laughs) full support of being in constantly entering into the next loop or cycle of a process and being in you know iteration 278 of a project because we can't always get better I love how you saw like the tension between grounded and agile how those things are kind of at opposite ends but when you use them together it it creates a really firm leadership foundation Mm -hmm. that's that's exactly what we need right we need leaders who are able to be grounded and have depth and be agile and willing to flex when they need to Mm. and let go of some of those things they're holding so tightly because they know that that adaptability is so important too. What is on the horizon for you and your company? Where are you leading? Like what is some of your big vision? I know you haven't mapped out. So would you be willing to share with listeners a little bit more about where you're headed?
1: Yeah, totally. So this year, our focus is really on continuing to streamline our offerings. So we are mm-hmm. um really taking everything that we learned and did. Like 2020 was like hard and fast growth, right? Like we just kind of like mm-hmm. we did it and we did it big <laughs> and we did it a lot. And And so our focus for 2021 is to take all of that and just make it all a little bit sexier. Um, (laughs) And so we are just refining. We're making things a little bit more excellent. We are simplifying to make things more powerful in 2021. And then, you know, the longer term vision of the company is kind of a hub and spoke model um, in terms of like mm-hmm. revenue stream, right? So we've got a central idea and then we will have offshoots of that um, that are all a little bit different from each other. And so, you know, we're gonna be expanding the business over the next, you know, five years to include a lot of very different revenue streams. And at the center of all of that is the idea of community. And so everything that we're doing to kind of make things sexier this year is just going to be able to open up the space for us to add in a lot of these kind of new ventures down
0: the road. We're going to have to have a follow-up interview at the end of the year so that we can hear about everything (laughs) that rolled out this year. So Pia, is there anything else that we should know about the way you're pursuing leadership this year that would be helpful for emerging leaders? Because you've been doing this for a while and you have systems and structures that, I mean, a lot of people look to you as the experts. And so what is your advice to emerging leaders? Mm, I love this
1: question. And I would love to end, I think, with just kind of an opinion that (laughs) (laughs) That leadership is... um... Leadership isn't like you don't you don't become a leader, right? I hear the term a lot of people saying, okay, I'm ready to step into my role as a leader or as a CEO. And, mm-hmm. you know, in my experience, and, and you know, this experience isn't over, I think this is lifelong work. Leadership is a practice. It's how we make choices. It's how we show up Mm -hmm. in each meeting on each Instagram post on each podcast episode, right? It's, Mm -hmm. it's a practice and it's a lifelong practice. And so if you are an emerging leader,
0: just claim that, right? Just decide that you are Mm -hmm. someone who's a leader and show up that way every single day. Love it. I think it's perfect. When we're in this practice, we have the opportunity to Be growing in our leadership every single moment, in every single conversation, in every single day. So, thank you so much, truly, for coming on Coffee on Leadership. Thanks for listening to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. Take a few moments to reflect on how you will integrate today's episode into your life and let me know if it was helpful to your leadership. Reach out, visit my website, or leave a comment. And don't forget to share with colleagues and subscribe for future learning. Until our next cup of coffee together, cheers.